Hi friends, it's me, Colleen Maloney. I'm going to share with you what it felt like to have my very first crush. And they call it puppy love. <laughs> anyway, I will use fictitious names to protect the people in my story. I want to tell you a little bit about my background. I lived out in the country in a little, we called it Bay Settlement. And I went to this school and this school was very interesting to say the least. Very unusual is probably a better way to describe the great school that I went to. Anyway, this school was from first grade through eighth grade. I remember walking into the bathroom the very first time. Oh my goodness. There was an odor And the reason there wasn't such a strong foul odor is it was outdoor toilets that were inside the building. And that was what we used. Can you imagine outdoor toilets inside the school? Now everywhere else had indoor plumbing, but ha ha ha. <laughs> I was at a very unusual school, like I said. It was crazy. And I remember as a wee little girl, mm, thinking I was going to fall in the toilet and land in that huge mess, that huge debris. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, thank goodness I never did, but I held on so tight to the toilet room so I would never fall in. Anyway, that was pretty crazy, as you can only imagine. But now I'm going to get back to my first crush. Mm. I am going to call him Sammy. So every time I looked at Sammy, I'd get those little butterfly feelings. I don't even understand why Sammy was the boy that I just was Goo Goo Gaga about. And this crush continued as I entered even fifth grade. And I remember being invited over to a, a new friend and her name I will call Margaret. So Margaret and I remember it was a Sunday afternoon and you know how little girls were just sitting, goofing around, laughing, talking, and all of a sudden, she asked me a serious question. Who did I like? And I said, I'm not going to tell you. I didn't think I should share who I liked. It was like a, it was sacred. And I didn't feel comfortable revealing who I liked to Margaret. But she kept on badgering me. And she wouldn't give up. 
And she kept insisting, you know, that we were best friends and she would never reveal who I liked. And so I kept saying no and she kept insisting. And like I said, insisting and badgering me. <laughs> and I just, finally I broke down and I told her. I think I thought I really could trust her. She was very convincing. And I told her I like Sammy. And so the next day at school and we're all out on the playground and all of a sudden I heard this loud bellowing voice. Margaret is screaming, Colleen loves Sammy. And I just wanted to fall in a deep hole <laughs> and never come out again. My face must have turned 50 shades of red. Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. So not only, she announced it to the whole school grounds, the whole, all the children on the playground heard, heard this revealing secret, my secret that I treasured so tenderly. And now it's been exposed to the whole school. And I remember that my cousin and I, I'll call my cousin Kathy. So Kathy and I were walking around the school building and I happened to say to her, wouldn't it be funny if the boys came around the other, around the other corner, never thinking it was really going to happen. And lo and behold, right when we get to the corner, what's around the corner? But Sammy and some of his friends and they just started to attack us. And Sammy jumped on my back. And he's got me like in a headlock. And he's choking me. I don't know if he realized he was choking me. I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what else to do. I'm 10 years old. Here's, here's the boy that I have this crush on. It's is choking me. And out of pure reflex, out of survival mode, because like I said, I can't breathe, I bit him. I remember it was on his hand. I turned my face and I just sunk my teeth into his hand. Or was it his arm? It was something like that. And then he released me. And he was extremely angry. And the next thing I know, oh my gosh, he kicks me in between my legs. Oh my gosh. It was such horrible pain. I never experienced anything like it. Excruciating pain. Now I know they say if you hit like a guy in that area, they have excruciating pain. Well, guess what? I found out close and personal that girls have excruciating pain as well. 
And the first thing I did was I ran to that god-awful bathroom. And I pulled down my panties because I thought I was bleeding. I thought I was falling apart. But there was no blood. But the pain was excruciating. Now, I never told anyone. I never went and told any of the teachers, not even my parents, not anyone what had happened to me. Now, can you imagine the first boy that I am in love with? I know it's only puppy love, but I really cared about this little boy, Sammy. But the instant that he hurt me so horribly, just because I liked him, that, that Margaret screamed it on the playground and that infuriated him enough that he would come after me. Oh my gosh, what a horrible experience. And I was heartbroken, heartsick for such a long time, but instantly, guess what? I didn't like Sammy anymore because of what had happened and nothing was ever discussed. Margaret never said she was sorry. I never went up to Margaret and confronted her and, and I probably should have. I probably should have confronted Margaret and said, you promised me that you would never tell anyone. Let me tell you, that was a harsh lesson to learn. Very hard to learn that here I trusted this girl, Margaret, trusted what she said was her truth, but it wasn't. And the consequences that I paid for her revealing my secret crush, it was so, that memory still sticks very vivid in my mind. And it was a very sad day. And why I didn't even tell anyone, I guess because being kicked in, in, in a very sacred part of your body, I just didn't feel comfortable at 10 years old saying that the boy that I cared about kicked me there so violently and also was choking me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know what it would have happened if I, if I hadn't bitten him. I don't know if I would have passed out. I, I can't even tell you what possibly could have happened. I'm just grateful that survival kicked in and I am sorry I bit him, but yet that was the only way I was going to survive. And uh, anyway, that was a harsh lesson to learn that you cannot just trust that easily. Uh, trust is something that has to build. And, you know, I have to say Margaret was, you know, we're only in fifth grade. So Margaret, you know, probably it was such a juicy secret to know who I liked. But I, now I wish I would have learned sooner that anybody that totally is always pushing you, trying to sway you to um, tell something or reveal something about yourself or even or even trying to convince you to do something that in my life, nine times out of 10, it did not turn out well. 
I wish I would have learned that at 10 years old. I did for a long time, you know, keep myself protected and, and was very careful what I told who and when I told anything personal about my life. Um, but I'm going to tell you throughout my life, I finally realized now at this stage in, of my life that when someone tries to not listen to my nose and stop, that they are trying to manipulate me. And the same for you. If someone doesn't respect your no and tries to convince you to do otherwise, they are not respecting you. In other words, they're trying to manipulate you into having their way. And I'm not sure if Margaret truly knew the whole time that she was going to blab who I had my crush on. Anyway, I just thought I would share that with you today. It's funny, and maybe some of you have had some horrific situations that have happened to you. But I'm going to say, I think in life sometimes things do happen to teach us who can we trust and and to make sure that when you are revealing something sacred about yourself that you are able to trust this person. And I'm glad I finally learned the lesson that I finally saw the pattern about someone trying to manipulate me. Anyway, Enjoy this beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Remember, dreams do come true. And miracles happen every day. God bless you all. friends, it's me, Colleen Maloney, and you're listening to The Gift of Purpose. I believe you want to understand why you're here. Everyone has a purpose. You are on a journey of self-discovery, which will lead you to fulfilling your purpose. While on your journey, becoming the best me you were always meant to be, your best self. If that is you, welcome. Let's begin the gift of purpose.